1: So great to be back with Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, as we deliver this broadcast to all of our listeners. We thank you very much uh, for tuning in. We welcome in David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, uh, and Brett Elam. And we're coming into uh, this broadcast one week after uh, the big championship game down in Tampa, Florida. And if Tom Brady proved anything, David, it's age is just a number. And I think that's even true when you get to retirement but not true about financial details when it comes to retirement. We're going to cover some of that today. And I think some, in some kind of a crazy way, we'll find a way to tie together this Valentine's weekend uh, for couples because couples are part of the conversation.
2: Yeah, 100% Joe and uh, welcome everybody uh, into the show this morning. I think Brady did, you know, look, uh, the guy's just uh, 43 years old and he's plugging away and who even knows how much longer he's going to go. It looks like another year at least, right? So that's amazing. And I think it's just proof positive, you know, that Um, How how do they say it, right? The, the, The 50 is the new 40 and 60 is the new 50 and people are living longer and all that. And that just makes it important to know those milestone ages have relevance in your retirement. Uh, Again, we don't want to go into an autopilot mode. We got to be attentive in retirement so that we navigate it successfully. So look, if you've got questions about your retirement, you are definitely in the right place this morning. Um, Here's what we're going to cover in today's show. We're going to talk about important birthdays leading up to and when you are in retirement. Social security and Medicare decision couples have to make, those are a lot of age related and it's not just your standard, hey, I think that I'm going to take it at 62 or full retirement age or age 70. There's 567 different potential options available to you that when you pick the right one, it could really increase the total benefits that are paid to your family. Uh, another big area we'll talk about today, retirement income planning strategies for couples. And plus, this is interesting, with the new administration, with the new Biden administration, i have been talking to a lot of our strategic partners, which are estate planning attorneys, and they've been kind of sitting around on their hands and twiddling their thumbs, a little bit bored over you know, the time that Trump was in. But it's definitely back on the radar that many, many, many more people may be subjected to estate tax rules. So we're really seeing an elevated activity when people in retirement getting that plan in place. We're also going to answer some questions, uh, retirement questions that you might have. Um, but just real quickly, you know, what we understand here at Thrive and our mission is we can help you with all areas of your retirement planning, including social security optimization, state planning, retirement income planning. We, you know, we focus on getting to know you you getting to know us first so that we can really truly understand and be able to work together on what your lifestyle wants to look like your financial goals for retirement and then bring bring that all together in a guide that's designed and customized for your future so if you're ever interested in talking to us you know again no obligation complimentary you can give us a call at 215-798-9088 so Today's segment, the first one, are you close to an important retirement age?
3: So I'm going to give some great birthdays um, that are leading up to your retirement. But Dave, real quick question. Did you know Valentine's Day was this coming weekend?
4: Of course I did. Okay, just checking. Because you keep telling me. <laughs>
3: All
4: right. He was actually talking to me last night about it. He, oh, Just wait.
3: Okay. All right. I'm excited. <laughs> so here are some important birthdays leading up to, uh, up to and in retirement that you should be aware of. At age 59 and a half, which is scary. I keep thinking I'm getting closer to that. Um, you can withdraw from your retirement accounts without a penalty. At age 65, you are eligible for Medicare. Do you start Medicare? We'll let you know a little bit more in the program. At 62, you can start receiving Social Security, but you might want to wait until your full retirement age, which is between age 66 and 67. Or you could also wait until age 70, at which point you can receive a larger benefit. At age 72, you must start taking required minimum distributions, or what we say RMDs, MDs, from your retirement accounts. Again, you have to start taking them at age 72. Um, and what, the, what does this mean for you? Uh, why are these birthdays important? Um, you know, before you turn them, you should know about these important ages and dates, right? So if you have a 401k plan, when you leave your job, you need to know what to do with it, or after age 59 and a half, do you have a plan? What's your plan? you keep putting money into it? Um, you may need to sign up for Medicare three months before your 65th birthday, and you need a plan if you turn 65 before your spouse or someone else on your health insurance isn't 65 yet. That's what you need to th- plan for, and that's something that we do here at Thrive. And you also need a tax minimization strategy, especially when those RMDs come into account and they factor into your annual income.
4: So you think about all those ages that Karen just spoke about, and if your pen wasn't quick enough, um, we've heard from the Thrive Army about our flow charts that we've been giving out over the uh, past months. And we're gonna do it again today. So again, we have a a chart here, it's called important milestones and literally it starts from birth. So whether you have kids or you're thinking about grandkids and it goes into, hey, when's my social security start? Medicare, a lot of those things, Karen just spoke about um, uh, just in this, uh, this segment here. So my encouragement, Reach out at 215-798-9088, but you can also go to Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, com, and feel free to download this important chart. Again, it's called Important Milestones, and i will just tell you at certain ages things that you need to start being conscious of. So again, what Karen was just chatting about, and these are all things that we talk about as part of our complimentary Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review process, you think about it. We, we have people that come in and they want to talk about their 401ks. It's what Karen just spoke about. And we're going to go a little bit deeper in this show as well, talking about social security and Medicare and how it applies to different couples. Other things we talk about too, is, and Karen said it, is we've got to have that long-term tax minimization strategy.
3: So it's a good thing you're listening to the program today and, That's what we do here at Thrive, is we help plan for retirement. And if you're thinking, that sounds great, maybe I should call and sign up for a complimentary financial review. Brett's going to go into a little bit more detail and give you some more reasons to give us a call at 215-798-9088.
1: One question for clarity, Uh, Karen. You had talked about, in reference to the 401k, when you leave your job or after age 59 and a half. Brett, is that the end of when I can contribute to my 401k when I get to 59.5?
4: Yeah, that's a great question. It's actually one of the things we we help people with all the time. Actually, you get a lot more options available to you at the age of 59.5. But actually, on this flow chart, age 55 is also a big deal related to 401ks. When we talk about today's new normal, where people are being severanced. All of a sudden, I'm losing my job. What do I do? How am I going to make it? Um, Thinking about retirement, again, when we talk about all these different things, you have two choices. You're going to be a planner. You're going to be a procrastinator. Are we going to talk about conventional wisdom? Or are we going to be proactive and start to design a plan? So we start thinking about things like, okay, what are required minimum distributions? When do they start? Karen spoke about they have to start at age 72. But if we do that... And we just continue to defer, defer, defer. Again, you create a giant tax bomb. Again, with uncertainty where tax rates are going into the future, more than likely going higher, we need to be thinking about things like Roth conversions. What happens if I don't take my money out that I have to? It's a 50% penalty. So we need to start forward thinking, again, being a planner, not a procrastinator. When we start talking about things like 401ks and RMDs, having a plan, what's, how am I going to get there at the end of the day? We start talking about people related to Social Security benefits, realizing people just wing it related to Social Security. But we need to realize that the greater of the two benefits as it relates to Social Security essentially becomes a 100% joint life and survivorship pension. Because most typical, when the first spouse passes away, their surviving spouse is always going to keep the greater of the two benefits. And again, realizing that every month between the age 62 and age 70, benefits increase typically from anywhere from a half percent to two thirds of a percent. A lot of people think, once I get to 62, I'm going to collect my Social Security and continue to work. Time out. There's certain rules that apply to that. Again, they make Social Security. Again, we think that it's easy, but it's why there's a giant book related to all the different rules and, of course, the 567 choices related to Social Security. You think about Medicare. We're going to go talk about Medicare um, throughout the show as well. A lot of people think, hey, at age 65, I have to sign up. Well, not necessarily. Or what happens if, hey, I'm going to go sign up for Medicare Part A? It's free. Yeah, there's no reason for me not to do so. But you got to think about it. If you have a high deductible insurance plan and you sign up for Part A, you actually do yourself a disservice and disqualify yourself for being able to use things like a, an HSA and things like that, or understanding how guaranteed insurability works the first time you sign up for Medicare. You can't wait to the end. Again, we got to be proactive and thinking about all these things up front. Again, there's a lot to it, and again, people can be overwhelmed. But that's why we take a step back and say, "Hey, this is why we offer that complimentary Thrive retirement roadmap review. It's why we offer these 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 flow charts and these charts of these important milestones, so you can start bringing these things into the onto your radar." Again, here at Thrive, we believe in helping our clients plan for all aspects of their retirement, and that means a plan that covers just like we're talking about today all of their future needs and goals and as an independent fiduciary firm we always act in your best interest and have the freedom to create the right plan for you because we're not bound by any wall street bosses limiting what investments products and services that we can provide. And again, we choose to be an independent advisor because we believe it offers our clients more choices to help fit their personal needs and goals. So if anything that I just spoke about in this segment with Karen and I just spoke with certain ages and social security and Medicare and required minimum distributions, My encouragement is reach out to us at 215-798-9088. Again, that's 215-798-9088. And just schedule a simple 15-minute phone call. We'd love to answer your questions and just help you bring a little bit more peace of mind.
1: And real quick, Brett, how would you define the form that the listeners can get? Important milestones?
4: That's it. It's just simple ages and what's significant with those ages. And again, we'll talk about
1: that more throughout the show. We'll get to a commercial break. Back in a moment. And back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, again, the phone number 215-798-9088. You can call that number, and, David, you can get a copy of the important milestones. It's amazing how much information is on that one page.
2: Yeah, and, and actually, Karen has Valentine's Day on it. So you know, <laughs> Nice work, Karen. For, for those of you who are listening that don't know when it happens, You know, Karen's made sure that got right on there. So, <laughs>
3: Very funny. So,
2: you know, that's good. Um, listen, you know, when we, when we started Thrive, um, the area that we really spent a ton of time on Because there were so many changes happening back three, four, five years ago related to how Social Security works. And people, when we were doing our seminars, Joe, we would just be bombarded with the amount of people attending those Social Security optimization seminars. The reality is we've incorporated those into our seminars and webinars today. It used to be a sole topic um, because it hasn't gone away from a relevant standpoint. Even though a lot of the changes have already occurred, it's still really important to get an understanding of how Social Security works.
3: So here's uh, one way that Social Security can definitely factor into your retirement big time is a spouse, so if you're a married couple, a spouse can either claim their own benefit or a spousal benefit worth up to 50% of their spouse's benefit. If they claim before their own full retirement age, it can actually be less than 50% of the benefit amount. And this matters because couples should do the, should do the math. Well, good thing to know is here at Thrive, if you come in for the complimentary consultation, we do the math for you. We have had people calculate and do all different ways, but sometimes it still doesn't work. And It's definitely the best idea to come in here and get the Social Security Maximization Report, as we call it. Also, remember that after one spouse passes away, the other could be left with less Social Security income. That is a big deal.
4: And while we're dedicating the show for Valentine's Day and couples, we need to realize now when we talk about Medicare... There is no such thing as a spousal benefit as it relates to Medicare. And again, supplemental policies are also purchased on an individual basis. And where a lot of times this comes in, and we see it uh, when people come in for that complimentary Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review, is you get one spouse that might be 64 and the other one's 61. So now all of a sudden Medicare needs to end up on the first spouse's radar screen, but yet the other spouse is not gonna be eligible for that. So it needs to make sure you have that game plan as it relates to Medicare and who needs to do what. And then if I have children and everything that goes along with that as well. And again, you may also need to choose a Medigap or a Medicare uh, Advantage policy for you and your spouse. But Karen, if you want to go a little bit deeper, just share like how we help couples decide on, hey, what's that right Social Security and Medicare strategy?
3: Yeah, I love... Talking about Social Security because once you start studying it as a a financial advisor, you realize there are so many different options out there and choices. Uh, I'm going to start with the spousal benefit, um, go a little bit deeper because I touched on that in the beginning. So, something that I have seen when people come in and they chat with us is we have a married couple, and even if the one spouse never Worked and had enough Social Security credits, they are still eligible for fifty percent of their spouse's full retirement age benefit. So even if you don't have a job, you were staying home taking care of the children, whatever the case may be, they actually have that income to look forward to in retirement. So there's, I, I have a particular case in mind, and this couple was looking to retire, and they when I told them you just found an extra $600 a month towards your retirement income, they were so happy. It really made me happy too, but they did not know that. Um, But then on the other hand, if you have, you are eligible for a spousal benefit if you're married, but what you don't always know is you are eligible between age 62 and your full retirement age. The spouse that you're going to take the 50% spousal benefit from also has to be on social security. And once the primary spouse starts social security, that's when you can get 50% of their full retirement age benefit. It's confusing to myself as I'm talking about it. I'm, I'm trying, trying to relate it because you say, oh great, I can get 50% of my spouse's benefit. Some people think, oh, So if I wait to age 70, which is the highest amount that you can wait to to start taking Social Security, each year after your full retirement age, your Social Security benefit grows by about 8% after your full retirement age. So some people go, that's great. I'm going to do that. And then when I reach 70, my spouse will start her 50% spousal benefit. But it's not 50% of your age 70 amount. It's 50% of your age 66 or 67 amount. And there are so many different combinations out there. That's why I really urge people to uh, come in for the complimentary consultation. We touch on Social Security, go deep into it, but there's so many other moving parts. Um, Again, our number is 215-798-9088. Also, um, people think there's something called a uh, restricted application. It was kind of a, some people might call it a loophole for lack of a better word. But that restricted application is still an option out there. And what that is, is if your spouse was born before January 2nd, 1954, and has already reached their full retirement age, they can choose to receive only the spouse's benefit. So you can get your spousal benefit, and you can delay receiving your own retirement benefit until a later date, if your spouse is full retirement age and applying for spousal benefits only. Again, restricted application is still something that you can benefit from. Um, Also, I'll touch on this briefly, but if your spouse receives a pension for work not covered by Social Security, so maybe a government worker or a railroad worker, the amount of their Social Security benefits on your record can be reduced. Joe, I know you're looking at me like I'm a little confused. There are, again, so many different moving parts. Um, And then I just want to touch on Medicare real quick. Yes, before you reach age 65, you have to put in, you know, you have to, quote unquote, apply for Medicare. Um, But you don't have to start it at 65 if you're still working and you are part of what they call an accredited Medicare plan. And you also, if you have a spouse that is working and you're on their plan, you don't have to start taking social, I mean, uh, Medicare. And people are like, well, what's the big deal? Well, why do you want to pay for Medicare Part B if you don't have to? But you must apply because if you don't, you almost, uh, for lack of a better word, you get a penalty on your Part B uh, premium for the rest of your life. So if you're out there and you're shaking your head like I did not know there were so many moving parts of Social Security. Again, Social Security and retirement, there's not a one-size-fits-all approach, especially when it comes to f- planning for your retirement. So give us a call, 215 798 for that complimentary consultation.
1: And I would say this, folks, don't go at it alone. My goodness. I know we're not going to have enough time to talk to it going into the break, but the one note that I, that I jotted down, if one spouse passes away the remaining spouse could actually get less social security so if you make a mistake along the way um, you could penalize yourself is that fair to say
3: that's a yes get to a
1: commercial break on roadmap to retirement the radio show don't go at it alone 215-798-9088 back in a moment And back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, again, you can call 215-798-9088. Ask for the 2021 important milestones. You're going to learn a lot from that one-page document. David, back to you, sir.
2: So in this segment, Joe, we're going to talk about proper estate plans and making sure that people who need them have them in place and, It can help you minimize taxes so your family can receive more of your assets instead of it going to Uncle Sam. And with the change in administration, there are some significant changes that I'm going to really cover uh, at the end of this segment to give people insight. And this is, you know, I've been doing this for 31 years, Joe, and I'm going to go through the history of estate taxes, the rates, the exemptions that have been around. And I think that will bring to light for people, just like tax rates, you know, are at the lowest that they've been in a long time, people forget what they used to be. We got short-term memories. It's the same thing with estate taxes. It hasn't been on people's radar.
3: So here's a couple quick facts. Um, the lifetime estate tax exemption limit for couples is $23.4 million. And each spouse can gift up to 15000 per year tax-free to as many individuals as they wish. But it matters because estate planning can work differently for couples than unmarried people. So if you're leaving money to somebody other than your spouse, that's when you might need to talk to a financial advisor who might be able to help you take advantage of these additional strategies.
4: Yeah, and you start thinking about your spouse or an ex-spouse could be, by default, the beneficiary of your retirement account. Again, it's a big deal. Again, if you're divorced, which, again, happens 50% of the time in this country, you should make sure, we've got some incredible stories over the years, that your ex-spouse is not listed as the beneficiary. In general, you should always make sure that you have the right person. So we're talking about IRAs and 401Ks and life insurance. We always need to be doing reviews as to who is listed because it matters because on that document is where it's going to go. And here's here's a big one, 401Ks and IRAs. Spouses. Do not have to drain inherited retirement accounts within 10 years. That's the SECURE Act change that happened, but most other beneficiaries do. So as you can hear, if you're divorced or remarried, many areas of estate planning can be very, very complicated. And, and if you haven't heard it yet, estate planning is anything but one size fits all. And we'll talk a little bit about how we tailor um, our approach to that individual.
2: Yeah, Joe, so if you, you know, if we all kind of, if you're listening, if you remember the campaigns, right, the, you know, the talks between the different candidates, and when President Biden was campaigning, he was talking about, you know, uh, taxing people who make above $400,000. And that was That really was the headline, right? So a lot of people kind of just go, okay, well, that doesn't pertain to me, so I've got nothing to worry about. But you got to remember, right? Headlines are designed to get your attention. But sometimes when you go down into the copy of the article, you start to find the details and you go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't take the time to read the entire article. We're, you know, we're snippets. We're, uh, I forget what they call that in the news industry. Um,
3: Oh, I can't think of it.
2: Yeah. There's the short term. I think issues. of almost
3: cliff, like cliff notes yeah, is so, where I'm you, going. You get my
2: point. So here's what 2020, um, here's what the uh, limitations were in 2020. Uh, and they've gone up, I'm sorry, in 21. Um, individuals now have a, a state tax. What's an estate tax? An estate tax is once you accumulate a certain amount of wealth, IRAs, uh, brokerage accounts, savings, CDs, your net worth, all these different types of things, the federal government wants to get a piece of that. It's called the death tax. So after you pass away, after your spouse passes away, they want to get some of that money in taxes, even though you pay taxes on the game. I mean, right, there's so many things that have happened. So $11.7 million for an individual. $23.4 million for a couple. So instantly, a lot of you listening might go, well, that's not me. Okay, so I'm not going to pay a lot of attention. Also, the top federal tax rate. So once they figure out how much your estate is worth, they apply the estate tax against it. That top rate right now is 40%. So if you are listening, you're going, okay, uh, if I don't have 20, over $23.4 million, not a huge issue for me. So here's the change. Here's what is going to come to Congress at some point over the next couple of years that it's got to get back on our radar. So the Biden administration potential proposals are basically dropping that number of 11.7 down to 3.5 million, according to Forbes magazine. So if we've got a married couple, an exemption that used to be $23.4 million is now $7 million. So that may have perked up some of you. Because remember, you might be in your 50s, you might be in your 60s, the market's been doing really well. Your portfolios by maybe surprise to you by the time you no longer are with us, right? You've passed away these your portfolios may be at that range when you include all your assets so what's passing in inheritance could easily be in that number if you remember what i said a moment ago the top tax rate was 40% the biden administration proposal is to put it up to 45% now here's the other part you got to remember what state you live in because in addition to the federal estate taxes you may also have a state inheritance tax. But at the rate in Pennsylvania,
4: if 4.5%, if it's parent to child, if yep. it's sibling to sibling, it's over 10%, and it gets worse from there.
2: So you have to add that on top of the federal rate, which could potentially be 45%. And that's from dollar $1, David. That's
4: no exemption on that one.
2: Yeah, there's right. So no deductions, none of that other kind of stuff. And what you have to understand, right? So think about that. Think about that for a second, right? You've worked a very long time. You lived modestly. You pass away at that average age of 82 for men uh 85 for women and now this money pass passes over to your children or your you know your beneficiaries up to 55 percent of that money can go away so you could take a dollar and turn it into 45 cents for your family i don't know if you know if you're listening today i don't know if you just went
1: holy smokes i know i did
2: right i mean like holy smokes So there's a lot involved. Like Brett said a little bit earlier, there isn't a one-size-fits-all plan. There's lots of things that you can do. Now, the first thing you should do is, regardless of what your estate is worth, you should have a current will. It should be well-defined. You should have a medical proxy, right? A, direct, a medical directive, God forbid something happens. These are your wishes. Um, you don't want to have to make the, you know, have a spouse or somebody make those terrible decisions, um, and a durable power of attorney. That's the basics. Then there are trust structures that can come into place to help you uh, legally avoid potentially having to pay those types of tax rates. So if this is a topic that is of interest, and it really should be of interest for a lot of people listening, this is an area we understand very clearly. We spend our time, we have been warning our clients that this is coming back, so they are prepared for it. But you can get an assessment of that, right? Tie that with the milestone age chart that we have, get some additional advice. Just give us a call at 215-798-9088. We'll have a complimentary call or a complimentary appointment. We'll go through the estate tax rules, see how they apply to you.
1: One quick question. When you when you have to pay estate tax, that's one big check, boom, that's when it. you settle the estate. There's it's not no like deals. you're spreading it out over 10 or 15 years. Boom. We'll get to a commercial break. 215-798-9088 is the phone number back in a moment. And back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, a show filled with very relevant, relevant information. 215-798-9088. I'm going to say it again. Folks, don't go at it alone.
2: Yeah, so listen, if, you, if you've if you got a source of income in retirement, such as a pension or an annuity, where you're thinking about potentially investing in annuity, which is you know something that's become much more apparent, a lot of people investigating that, you got to consider how this potentially is going to affect your spouse. Uh, We kind of look at surface issues. Again, we look at the headline. We don't look basically at the articles.
3: If you have a pension, you need to make sure you know if your spouse will receive your pension benefits or payments after you pass away. When you come in for your uh, Thrive complimentary consultation with us, that is one of the questions we ask when we meet with you the first time. If if you have a pension, and then do you know what your uh, spousal benefit is if you pass away? And we get that, as Brett says, the deer in the headlight look. The headlights look. They they go. Well, that's a good question. And here's why it matters. Because some pension plans do offer an option to continue payments to a surviving spouse. But usually, if you're going to have your spouse get the payment. It's in exchange for a smaller payment upfront. You want to consider your spouse's age and other income sources when you choose that option. You also want to consider if your spouse will receive less in Social Security after passing. Remember when the one of you passes away, the higher of the two Social Security checks does stay with the surviving spouse if your payments won't continue after uh, one spouse's pass, one spouse passes, consider how they'll make up for that lost income. I have seen people bring in some of their documentation and they bring in their pension information. It could be 10 pages long. I think they uh, purposely make it confusing, don't you, Brett? So that they pick the wrong one.
4: Oh my gosh. I mean, you said the deer in the headlight looks, you get the shrugging of the shoulders. Like, I don't know, like, does it really matter? It's like, we're not even going to do anything until we get some clarity around that number. Because we see it all the time. People wing it. They get that 10-page document, like Karen was saying. They see the number at the top of the page. They say, I like that one. But they don't take into consideration what happens when I'm no longer here and what's my surviving spouse thinking about. It. And then continuing with today's theme, Valentine's Day, and couples, we got to care about, if you care about that quality of life continuing with the significant other, we need to be thinking about all these important decisions. Same thing. We talk about pensions. They send you a document every year telling you the health of your pension plan. And because money's been so cheap, a lot of corporations are now borrowing money to make up shortfalls on their pensions. You heard me correctly. Does that, that does not smell like a good formula. It's why a lot of times when we meet people coming through the complimentary Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review, we really want to dig into, does it make sense maybe to take a lump sum option from my pension? But still, some people want that peace of mind and clarity. But I'd still like to have that guaranteed payment every single month for myself and or my spouse. But how do I get control of that overall bucket? It's one of the things that we're passionate about here at Thrive is, again, retirement income planning. So whether you have a pension or maybe that lump sum pension uh, option is available for you, you can always build a pension for yourself through what they call an annuity. So again, if you have an annuity or you're considering investing one, you need to know how is that going to, work when I may inevitably pass away. Annuities today have these thing called riders, income riders, which again, if you choose the correct option, now you got to be careful because some companies out there make you choose the option at the day you start it. And people have no idea what they're doing at the time of application. So pause take a deep breath because annuities can be confusing and a lot of times we meet people they have no idea what they're getting ready to get into a lot of other annuities you're not going to choose yourself or the spouse until it's time to start taking that benefit so again there's a lot there's some complexities we'll talk about some pros and cons a word that's now coming back into everyone's vocabulary is the word inflation how is that going to affect if I have a static pension or I have a static annuity payment? Again, if you, maybe if you work for the government, you will get an increase on your pension, but or if you have an annuity, it's going to be staying flat forever. But there's a lot of annuities out there today, and again, with people living longer and longer and longer, that you possibly have the ability to get increasing income from those annuity payments. And again, after you consider... You got to think about the health of my spouse. What makes sense? Do I d- take the joint option? Do I take the single option? Again, there's a lot that goes on to it. And we're going to dig deep and go a little bit uh, more into the, this topic, talking about like how we help couples plan for their income needs in retirement. And this is so important. And why do both spouses need to be involved right from the start?
2: Yeah, so I hope we've been able to illustrate on today's show that there are a lot of moving pieces to a successful retirement, right? Just in a very quick recap, we talked about Social Security. Uh, Again, we know statistically 50% of people just randomly make the decision, and 50% of the time, people choose to start taking Social Security at age 62. And then having a permanent discount. Now, for you engineers out there who have all the spreadsheets and everything else, we totally get it. But again, it's not just a linear break-even analysis. There are so many combination possibilities that you can't factor them into a simple spreadsheet. So getting a Social Security Optimization Report is absolutely critical. Then I cannot tell you, folks, I can't tell you how many of you have questions related to Medicare. Right. And today with COVID and people working from home and getting a taste of what retirement can look like, some people, you know, are starting to consider maybe it's time to just kinda hang it up, you know, and go enjoy. Like, who knows what the heck can happen in the future? We all I mean, I think everybody at this table has been touched by somebody that's been lost to COVID. And, you know, you just never know. So people retiring, like Brett talked about in an earlier segment, though, what if only one of you is age 65 and ready for Medicare while, your other, while the other spouse is much younger? Like, how do you cover your insurance costs? Have you figured that? A lot of people default to COBRA, and we all know COBRA is so darn expensive. There's so many better options out there, and we can help you with that type of planning as well. Um, You know, we we talked about inflation's coming back. This is something we haven't experienced in a long time, and how inflation could potentially impact pensions. Um, Inflation is when a dollar doesn't get the same buying power that it did previously, And we've seen that at the same time that we're seeing the dollar devalue, right, against other currencies. So these are things that you have to consider in retirement. Uh, Brett brought up annuities. You know, we have a position on annuities, right? We use annuities in our practice, but we use them for a very, very specific reason. We don't love annuities, but we love what they can provide in de risking an overall portfolio. And I will tell you, uh, you know, last year, because of the type of annuities that we utilize, we do not believe in variable annuities at all. I'm not going to go into detail over that, but we don't believe in them. The annuities that we use, very simple, not a, loo- a lot of moving parts, but we had people perform because of the indexes that are out there extraordinarily well, with no risk to market conditions that's a big deal but you got to understand because the complexities of most annuities can really complicate things so there're definitely pros there's definitely cons but you have to know what you're doing as a matter of fact really interesting this week uh thrive continues growing right so we've been interviewing Uh, for some new financial advisors to join our practice. And we had the opportunity to talk to a certified financial planner that we're we're probably going to be bringing on board. And he currently works at one of the large local... Mutual fund companies based in the Malvern area. Um, So you may have an indication of who that is. And we did get, he actually asked about annuities. Like he said, do you guys use them in your practice? And, you know, what kind do you use? And all of that type of stuff. And then he went on to talk about what the offering that this company provides to all of its clients. And he said, I just can't believe how bad. Now, this is a big, 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 reputable firm. They specialize in asset management. They offer spectacular mutual funds and exchange-traded funds. But they also want to cross-sell to their clients, so they hook up with companies that sell annuities. And I look, I can't tell you why or why not, but they've picked annuities where even some of the people who have to Remember, Brett said earlier, um, as we got started, we are independent fiduciaries. We are not beholding to any insurance company, any mutual fund company. We are obligated to work on behalf of the clients that we serve, fully transparent. So here I'm talking to a certified financial planner who's working for a big company where the decisions about the products that are being offered to the clientele are made at a management level and basically force-fed down to the people who communicate the solutions to the clients. And I just stood, you know, just shook my head and said, holy smokes, right? How many people are being impacted because they're getting that information? So again, I hope um, we've covered today a lot of information. I hope we illustrated that it may not make sense to go it alone in your retirement planning. One of the first steps that you can do is go to our website and download that birthday milestone flowchart. Get an understanding of that. And then if you feel comfortable, give us a call, 215-798-9088 schedule either a 15-minute get-to-know-us type phone call or schedule a full-blown complimentary consultation where we'll do all the analysis, all the reports, we'll deliver them to you, and then you can make a decision.
1: What a really great show today. Uh, I was mesmerized by the conversation. Didn't understand it all, but was engaged in learning more about it. 215-798-9088. I'll leave you with what I've said the entire hour. Don't go at it alone. On behalf of David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam, I'm Joe Krause. See you next time, everybody.
0: And often your questions can be answered in a simple phone call. Just call 215-987-2448. 215-987-2448.